Hi, I'm Stacy. I love chatting about how to find our callings, preferably cozied up with steaming beverages in a coffee shop. You can connect with me on social media at Stacy Summerow and subscribe to StacySummerow.com for a free discernment packet called How to Make the Right Choice. God's adventure awaits, my friend, and I am thrilled you're on the journey with me. Welcome back. I cannot believe how long it's been since I recorded an episode and I can't believe all the changes. Isn't it a weird time that we're in? First of all, how are you doing with all this coronavirus craziness? Um, I'm for myself, I'm in the boat with all of the young parents who are dying to go back to play dates and the playground again. But I realize that my cross is much less heavy than many other people's. So I'm praying for all first responders. I'm praying for um, all essential workers who, who are in danger and praying for anyone personally affected by this whole thing. And I just hope you're staying safe and staying inside, staying mentally well, staying emotionally well and finding ways to connect. I am so glad that I was able to put on the Be Not Afraid conference for the last 30 days um, because it was a response for so many people. We got so many letters from around the world thanking, uh, thanking our speakers, this beautiful collective of over 40 top speakers who came together to provide inspiration and hope and truth in this crazy time to people. So um, it's such a beautiful thing that I got to orchestrate that. And I'm just so grateful to God for his giving me that mission. Um, and you can get the materials for free. So that's our gift to you, our continued gift. This whole thing was founded on being a gift to the world, being a response. All of the ministers were very excited to be able to speak to people in this crazy time, and they want to continue to give you that gift. So I'm super excited to tell you that if you missed the Be Not Afraid conference and you're like, what is this even all about? Um, just go over to my website, stacysummero.com, and you can go ahead and sign up. Just enter your email. You'll get all of it for free in your inbox right away. Any donation that you care to make is very, very welcome to help sustain the ministry, but it's our gift to you. So we want, we want you as part of the Be Not Afraid conference. Um, and I know there's something in there for everyone. So another change that happened is that Called and Caffeinated is now a YouTube show as well. So you can come on over to stacysummerow.com. Come and see my face as well as hear my voice. I know that you've been enjoying my dulcet tones, um, but you can enjoy the video aspect as well and see all my guests. And on my YouTube channel, you can also check out new workout videos of mine. I've only got two published so far, but I'm hoping to do more and keep the output steady. So this is an idea that I've had for quite a while that's been on my heart, and I'm just starting to put together workout videos with scripture incorporated into the video. So you can get the word into your workout. The series is called Catholic Strong, and there's going to be quite a large number coming down the pike. So come on over and subscribe and say hi. Here's yet another new thing. Lifetime, the company that put on my TV show, The Sisterhood Becoming Nuns in 2014, has now publicly released the series on YouTube. So it's been enjoying this new life for the last month. Um, you'll be able to see it uh, just Google it, you know, just look on YouTube and you can watch me crying about all of my life choices uh, for free. So you're welcome. Um, and what we're going to do actually is I'm orchestrating a reunion show with all of the uh, the girls who were on the show with me. So the five of us will be having a chat very soon. So stay tuned for that. That's going to be fun. I want to invite you to join the growing and the vibrant called and caffeinated Patreon community. In case you haven't heard of Patreon, it's a way for artists and creatives to create sustainable income. So anyone who wants to be a patron, 
joins with a monthly pledge. For me, pledges start at just $5 or $10 a month. So it's a very, very low buy-in and you get a lot of perks. One of them is a scripture study and chat group, which we have. And this is these are live video chats on either Google Hangouts or Zoom, where we we basically build friendships together, which is so wonderful in this time of isolation. Um, but we do them anyway, regardless of the coronavirus pandemic. And you also get exclusive access to my other podcast called Coffee Sips, which is a faith and lifestyle show. And then you also get a lot of other perks sprinkled in like early access to videos and stuff like that. So you can just come on over to patreon.com slash called and caffeinated, or click on the link in the show notes. If you have not yet I would love if you could leave me a rating and a review on iTunes. I know I probably sound like a broken record asking for this, but it's the first thing that people see when they're looking up your show. So if called and caffeinated is something that you have really been enjoying, please, please, please take five seconds. Come on over to iTunes. Every single review helps. Every single rating helps. And just let people know that you're enjoying the show. And I would be so grateful. So today, let's get into our episode. So I invited three people onto the show and I wanted this to be my first episode back after the conference because these people are running, I feel like we were all running the same race. Um, so I have Matt and Aaron Ingold who right around the same time that I felt the call to put on the Be Not Afraid conference, they also felt the call to start the virtual Catholic conference, which was hugely successful and launched with about 64,000 attendees. And then we also have Joe Condit, who's the founder and president of catholicspeakers.com. And he has been working on putting together a series called Inspire Word, where people can connect with their favorite Catholic speakers right where they are on social media. So uh, I wanted to do this episode because I, I feel like the Holy Spirit, you know, we talk about making life choices and it seems like sometimes God works very slowly over the course of time, but then also he can work really fast and dramatically. And so we're going to talk about what it's like to feel those calls, um, how we knew that they were from God, how to deal with the fear that comes along from doing Doing something new. And I think everyone's going to really get something out of this episode. But then I also think it's going to be wonderful for anyone who's trying to innovate their style of evangelization or who anyone who's trying to deal with the constrictions that the coronavirus pandemic is imposing on their ministry right now. So enjoy. And here are Matt, Aaron and Joe. Welcome to the show. It's so good to have you, Matt, Aaron and Joe. Thank you for being a part of this. You bet. Thank you. Yeah. Now, this is my first time. Uh, first of all, it's our first time having a show that is um, recorded. And it's also our recorded with a video, I should say. Um, and it's also our first time having three guests on. So this is kind of a neat thing. But I just wanted to gather us all because I feel like we're in such an interesting time in history right now, unprecedented for sure. And we're just, you know, we're just tackling new hurdles that have never come to us before. So, um, so yeah, thank you for being here. And you guys are innovators. You know, this is, this is an innovative time. And so I'm so excited to talk about innovation in evangelization today. So I'd love to hear from you guys. What calls have you received from God in your life so far? And what has receiving those calls looked and felt like? Ladies first. <laughs> ah, okay. Um, I, I would say the most recent one is the coaching. So I'm a Catholic life coach. That is before the virtual Catholic conference became a thing. We owned our own company called Mennonite Catholic, and it's a mindset coaching for Catholics. And um, I would say that the Lord has always called me to coaching. I'm a hairstylist by trade. So I've worked 
and heard a lot of people's stuff and a lot of did a lot of coaching in the chair, if you will, but like just never knew what it was called. I just knew I loved hearing people's stories and like helping them work through stuff. Um, and I worked in ministry for years too. So like I kind of became, I guess, I don't know, you would call a non-official life coach in some way, shape or form, Catholic life coach. So um, I think it was one of those bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh type of things where it was like all of a sudden I was fighting it. It was like, I, I actually kind of at first really hated the term life coach. I was like, these people are like, they're just like going to tell you how to live your life. Like that's, so, <laughs> you know, yeah. so, um, and I fought it for a while, but then I started kind of looking into it and found that it was like a very good fit for mm-hmm. me. And it was a very organic and the Lord was like, see, like all you had to do is just surrender a little bit. And so, and she was really good at it too. I mean, like it was, it was like, it was pretty immediate that, that I certain she she coaches me from time to time, uh, but it was pretty immediate that the the fruits really revealed the uh, the tree in this, and so um, just a lot of good feedback came through, and, and just taking massive action and continuing going forward with that, yeah. it's really blossomed. And, and she's I've never seen somebody has more of a hunger to just grow in in this trade. I mean, she's constantly reading, she's constantly listening to podcasts, just receiving, but not like, but then going and bringing that forward. And she's just in the last couple of months, you're just like through the roof in terms of your, the, what you can, excuse me, what you're going to accomplish. It's pretty amazing. Wow. That's beautiful. And isn't it so wonderful when your passion is your work? Yes. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I feel the same way about my speaking and podcasting and everything that I do. Yeah. How about you, Matt? Well, I'd say that the Metanoia Catholic was something that was really, that was really awesome getting that started. I mean, I, I've been in the role. I, I don't necessarily share the same exact one-to-one coaching as, as Aaron did, does. Um, I've got a, a bit of a, the last couple of years I've been in sales and marketing. And, and so I've really grown, I really enjoyed just being entrepreneurial in my role. And so having the opportunity to be entrepreneurial here in, in our own venture, that was really, that was really something that was exciting. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I had a background in just speaking. I'd never really poured myself into to being a presenter in the Catholic space. I've done a couple of talks here and there, but with, uh, with Virtual Catholic Conference, this was really just a little over a month ago that I was getting ready to go to, to the Memphis Men's Conference. And I was talking to my buddy, John Edwards, who was getting ready to go up to Milwaukee. Both of our conferences got canceled within about 24 hours. And I, like in that moment, I just started to think about all the, you know, the great things that happened at these conferences, I was certainly disappointed. I was, I, I'd never been down to Memphis before. I was just looking forward to the travel and everything. And, and, but just really became very aware of the poverty that suddenly was upon us. Masses being canceled, uh, all these social events, the, the conferences themselves. Mm-hmm. And I said to John, like, dude, why don't we just do a virtual Catholic conference? And he's like, what's that, man? And I'm just like, well, I, I'm not really we sure. Know. Let's like, let's just figure it out. Let's do it. We don't even know what this is yet. <laughs> I put some uh, stuff together from Metanoia Catholic and just our own own uh, programs together. So I knew how to, we were Kartra users. I knew how to, to put some membership pages in that together. And, and I, I kind of had a blueprint in my head of what it would look like and what we could accomplish. Uh, but then when we started reaching out to speakers, and Joe, you could probably speak to it representing a lot of speakers, like they had a lot of time on their hands suddenly with all these event cancellations. Mm-hmm. And, and so... 
um, a lot of them, I, we just kind of put it out there. So this is going to be an experiment, you guys. I, I don't know how, I don't have any way of paying you or anything. We're just going to kind of do this free conference. And uh, uh, over, the, over the course of just about three weeks, the, the vision just got very clear. And this is all going on like I'm working a full-time job. We got a toddler. Uh, we're just mm-hmm. up at five in the morning, working till 12, one o'clock in, uh, in the morning. And, and uh, just powering through it. But there was never a point, Stacey, where like, there was never a point where I doubted that it was going to happen. Never a point. And that was something that was divine. I got to, I got to, like, I knew that the, the Lord just had this. There's so much amazing things, so many amazing things that were coming together. Mm-hmm. And so, but by the end of the conference, we, we, we had 64,000 people that registered. I was blown away. I, I thought we were going to have 500 people. That was, that was my stretch goal, 500 people. <laughs> It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It was the abundant catch. It was like just the abundant catch, and the Lord kept bringing all these other boats over to, to assist Stacey us. Stacy was this. one of them. Yeah. Stacy, gosh. You jumped yeah. up. I was so just- impressed with your organization, the way that you pulled it together so fast. Um, and our, con- our conferences are a little bit similar in the sense that they came together very fast. Um, yes. I, I had never run a conference before. The idea of running a conference was never something that I had thought of. Um, and like you all, uh, my speaking engagements were getting canceled. And I also had the thought, yeah, you know, the, every other speaker in the country is sitting around at home right now with no speaking engagements. So let's just see if we can get maybe five people together and maybe do like a five day conference where we just put out a video. Um, and I think it's interesting too, you know, um, God doesn't, <laughs> I feel like God doesn't call the equipped, God equips the called. Um, because when I had the idea, um, it was at mass and it was, uh, it came to me and I was like, you know what, Holy Spirit, I said, if you're going to, if you want me to do this, I'm going to need four things. I'm going to need my husband to be on board. I'm going to need speakers to say yes. So I had two speakers in mind, Joe Melendres and Mary Lenneberg. And I said, I'm going to reach out to them. If they say yes, I know this will be a thing. If not, nobody's going to say yes. And then I said, Holy Spirit, I need peace. I need, um, I, I can't be, if I'm going to do this thing and I'm going to do it in five days, because he said, start this week. And I, from the time I had the idea until it launched, it was five days. And so I said, Holy Spirit, if I'm going to launch this thing, I am going to need um, the method to do it. I'm just going to need, you know, the method and I'm going to need perfect peace. And he gave me all of those things, which is just, I mean, that's just incredible. And by the end of mass, I had it all planned out. Um, and you all can probably speak to this too. And Joe as well. Um, I need to get to your <laughs> your question as well, Joe. Um, for myself, I know um, uh, there's been many times in my life where I've really second guessed things. And this was, there was none of that. Um, it, it was so clearly spirit led, um, which I think was, uh, was an indication that God was here with us. You know, he works very fast in times when, uh, when it's needed. And, um, certainly it's not, it's not something that I can ever claim. Like, I feel like it was a mission that was given to me. Um, and, and what a beautiful thing I ended up having about 40 speakers, uh, 43 to be exact speakers and artists, um, contributing. Yeah. So cheers, cheers to new initiatives. Um, I've got my decaf coffee. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Joe, what, what calls have you received from God in your life so far? And what did you receive? Well, I'll tell you what, the, the most immediate obvious call was you guys putting on your conferences or else I would never have, have gotten to be on here with you or got to interview, introduce to you all. So God bless you guys for hearing the call on that. Uh, the end goals, we need to talk about getting you on the bureau here. after we got off the episode, Stacy, we're so excited to have you as part of Catholic speakers now, which we cannot wait to start blasting out to our extensive network about what you're doing and bringing you in as a speaker. So um, 
I'll keep this brief. I mean, I, uh, as a reaction to other business dealings that I've been throughout my career after I graduated college, I started what's now known as Catholic Speakers Organization, catholicspeakers.com. We've become the largest Catholic speaking network in the world, whereas for specifically focused people looking for Catholic speakers to bring their events, they have a trusted resource to come find them through us. So that the byproduct of that is just unbelievable. Not only the network, the reach we have, but the personal relationships I get to make with folks like you all. Um, I, 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 we hear every day, and I, I'm going to try and say this as politely as possible, but we hear every day people telling us what God is calling us to do, right? Um, Joe, please, we need to get Jim Caviezel to come into our event. We have zero dollars, but we want him to come and make time for it. God wants this to happen, you know, and I, I hate to be the voice of God, but most of the time that doesn't happen. <laughs> so I think of myself as a fool in that God is working through and that, you know, as long as we stay in sanctifying grace, try and do his will, like a sailboat, sometimes we get off track, but it eventually reaches its point, right? A sailboat cannot directly go to its point. So we do get off track. So I think that, you know, as long as I try and find and stay active in good works according to what he left for us to live, which I believe is the Catholic faith, you know, he's going to open up incredible doors like we're on today. So I think uh, the Bureau, as well as other things, Inspire Word, which we'll, we'll talk about, uh, kind of became uh, results of, you know, just trying to follow his will. And I just consider myself a lowly, humble servant to people like yourselves that uh, get out and preach and, and really inspire people. Cause I always, I joke that God forbid I get from a microphone to place needs therapy afterwards. So I know where my talents are. You guys keep doing what you're doing. So again, thanks for having me here. And I'm, you asked me to bring a drink. I got black tea from Austin, Texas. Uh, it's called, um, uh, cat spring yopon tea, which is, uh, if anybody knows about yopon, it's the only native American or only plant that's caffeinated native to North America. Oh. So, no. Cheers. Wow, what does that taste I like? Did not do, nearly do as much homework as you did on my drink today. You know what? Like you all, um, I've gotten to the point where I only talk about my friends. I definitely not bring any of the five major coffees or anything on, but this this is a friend of mine here in Austin, Texas. I don't know if you can see it, yeah. but yeah. Um, she recently sent me these, and it tastes incredible, and it's actually way healthier for you than the, the average caffeine, like a coffee or something. Um, but uh, just... Just a little tip in case you all want to venture out in more of the black tea world. Nice. That does sound super interesting. I always joke that I need to get sponsored by like International Delight or one of the coffee creamer companies because I'm drinking it all the dang time. <laughs> I'm always talking about I have white mocha flavor right now. It's like pretty great. Well, you know what, Stacey, lucky your agent's on here. So we'll get on the calls right away and start calling people for you. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Just give me sponsorships, you know, <laughs> make it happen. Yeah. I love all of that, Joe. And you know, you bring up a really good point, Joe. I was just reading um, this afternoon in, um, First Corinthians chapter 12, where it talks about all the different parts of the body. And I was thinking, you know, this discussion is all about evangelization. You know, what is, what is it that we're doing that's new and where is this going to lead us after, um, after this quarantine is over? And I think we're going to see a lot of changes in how evangelization happens. Um, but it talks about first Corinthians 12 talks about all the different parts of the body. And though we are many parts, we are one body. And I was really thinking about that. And I was just really praying and really hoping that after this quarantine, everyone is going to step into the gifts that they are being called to. Because um, there, I know there are a lot of people out there who want to be Catholic speakers, and, and maybe they think it's their call, but it's not their call. Um, it has the, uh, you know, the, they're sort of like, 
I don't know, sometimes people start to associate being Catholic speaker, a speaker with like a Catholic celebrity or something. It has that same sort of appeal for people sometimes. But the truth is that you might be called to, you know, a whole variety of things. And certainly with my conference, I think this was an amazing, um, an amazing time in my life because it brought, I was, I was amazed by how it brought so many different uh, gifts of mine together that had never been brought together before. For example, I, um, and you guys, I'd love to hear, you know, if this, if this was the case for you as well. I felt like um, my organizational skills, uh, which usually don't come into play as a speaker, not organizing my house, you don't want to see my kitchen, but like organizing people, organizing events, that I had, I had organized mission trips, I worked for the Carmelite Sisters, that came into play, all of the things that I had built slowly, so I built this little program called the Beloved and Worthy Challenge, which is a seven-day online retreat that you can purchase on my website, I had already built that, I already knew how to do that, and so um, I knew how to build my website such that you know, so that I could do a program like this and it directly related to the conference. Um, so all of these little sort of skills that don't fall under speaking, but fall under coordinating something like this. Um, when I felt that call, the Holy Spirit was like, Stacy, you know how to do this. Like you've done this and you've done this and you've done this and you've done this. And they all seemed separate, but then they all came together. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it's it was such a beautiful thing for me to realize that all these little things that I felt called to, or maybe I had these little skills in my back pocket that didn't, I, I had never thought that they could all be used in one way um, or at one time. They were all drawn together. And I think this is the power of our God. Like up until that moment, I didn't know what everything was for. And so I, I do want to encourage anyone listening who feels like maybe they have all these these um, talents or all of these gifts. Marie Forleo uses the word multi-passionate entrepreneur. And I've always felt I've identified with that. And it sounds, Aaron, like you as well also have that and you as well, Matt, and you as well, Joe, we're all important. We all have um, many gifts and God can bring them all together. And that's where our unique mission comes. So I just want to encourage anyone to just explore all of those talents. You don't know what God's going to do with them eventually, you know, and even this conference, this isn't the end of the road for me. Who knows what's next? Um, but yeah, I would love to hear. Um, I'd love to hear. I'm going to go right back to Joe for a minute. I want to hear about Inspire Word about what what you have been doing in quarantine to innovate evangelization. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah. So in response to the COVID nineteen crisis, as you've already stated, all the speakers yourselves are just hunkered at home like the rest of us. We started a series, a conversation series. It's an interview, but I want it to be a conversation on a Facebook or a FaceTime style platform. So it's almost as if. We, uh, so we're leveraging our 400 plus relationships we have with speakers and asking them to come on with us for 30 minutes and give the audience access to them in their home. Mm-hmm. And when you watch InspireWord, which you can find all the details on InspireWord.com, um, you'll see I have terrible lighting and my guests look great. And that's just how it is. And people have of all the things we get of feedback. People are like, I love it. It feels real. And people comment on my lighting or my terrible hair because I haven't been able to get my hair cut forever, which kind of has become an internal joke at the, at the, so, which I may not cut it after this. This might be my brand, you know, right. um, to, do your, to do it yourself. I actually taught myself how to cut my hair. Thanks to YouTube. <laughs> 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 we're, we're all learning <laughs> new skills, right? Ingenuity. We're all learning so many new skills, you know, and it's forced us all to do technology. So, um, Inspire Word has captured a global audience in less than four weeks. Nobody could have planned for that. I mean, that's really by the, the grace of God. And when you look at the lineup, we post all the past interviews, all the upcoming interviews, and it's all on the website. We can just see it. One person emailed me. Uh, and said they uh, started substituting Netflix with it, which I never in my life would have imagined 
You know, How in the heck would you create something that somebody would stop watching Netflix? You know, that's that's yeah. almost like giving up your coffee in the morning. So um, it's just been things that we could have never planned for, and it's been great. It's just these, these speakers saying yes, like you said, Stacey. We just call, started calling them. They said, oh, absolutely, we'll do it. And then the next thing you know, you have a 30-minute a um, interview conversation with them where everybody can get in and ask questions because it's live. And a little bit of bad lighting, so you have you have all the ingredients you need. <laughs> you know, your bad lighting comment. I actually think that that's really good because it's real, because it's relatable, because this is where we all are right now. And I actually see that there are a lot of hidden blessings coming out of this whole pandemic. Not the pandemic, not like I want people to be dying or anything like that, but just the just the fact that we're all forced to think about our lives and we're all forced to face ourselves and our circumstances honestly. And for someone to be doing something out of their living room, which is exactly what I'm doing with my whole conference and you as well, uh, Matt and Aaron, it's it, it's relatable. It's where we are right now. And so nobody expects you to have studio lighting. Um, in fact, it's actually kind of comforting to feel like you're being welcomed into someone's home, um, regardless of their lighting situation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I've had people reach out to me um, asking me just sort of, how did you do a conference? What are the nuts and bolts? Um, I'd love to hear from the Ingolds, what you will, whatever you're willing to share about just the how-to. Maybe we're going to have some diocesan directors tuning in or people who think, maybe I'm called to do something like this. Uh, what would you like to share about kind of the nuts and bolts of something like this? Sure. Well, well first of all, this um, is kind of where virtual Catholic conference is, is pivoting now. We're, we're, in the, we're in the works of actually helping somebody get their, their conference set up. We, we started doing some consultation on, on another group that's getting ready to launch a conference. And so... Mm -hmm. I'd say one of the things that you can do is just, is reach out to us. There's there's, there's a, a bit of a learning curve mm -hmm. in getting started here, mm -hmm. and uh, there's there's some overhead that comes in these things. Like you think, oh, it's all online; it must be free. Like no, there's there's money that goes into these things. There's investments, and and if everybody's investing in in, in the technology and everything themselves, it's just not lean. And quite frankly, one of the things that I think is wonderful that I I was so excited about in your conference days and in our conference and Joe, what's what I just heard and what's going on uh, with everything that you're doing as well is we we've seen kind of what, what I've heard other people describe as, as a, I've got the fragmented apostolates. I've got my apostolate over here and this one here and this one here. And, and uh, I've even heard the word cutthroat before. I haven't really seen it too much, but I've heard this word cutthroat uh, that pops up. But really what, what we're seeing is, is people just altruistically coming together to, to create something that is, is so stinking valuable that somebody's willing to forego Netflix for, which I really enjoy. There's a lot of great value in Netflix, but people are willing to really, um, they, they see the value that, that's, that's in it. And, and there's just abundant fruits that come forth from it. I, I mean, it's just like, how do you go from zero to 64,000 people in three weeks uh, with a global audience uh, and everything that's Joe, same, same way with you. St Stacy, I know that you, you like, you're in the five figures as well with the people that are enrolled in, in your, in your program. And these are things that came together so quick and doesn't mean that it's easy. Like there was a lot of formation that went into it, but for the people I, I, I would, I would say first thing to do is, is really touch base with somebody that's done it before yeah. and just pick their brain a little bit. Don't try to like, it's, it's, it's not about competition. I would say if, if we respond with a competitive spirit here, we're really going to miss what the Holy Spirit is doing right now Absolutely. with this unification. It just mm -hmm. keeps going back to John 17. I came that they might be one. I pray that they might be one, Father, as you and I are one. 
And that was just the prayer that was constantly on my heart. The scripture that was on my heart as we we're coming together for this conference. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I think you spoke to uh, Stacy's question, but I wanted to comment on something that Stacy said earlier, actually, where you're talking about how all of your gifts came together. Yeah. And you spoke to the fact where it's like, I think a lot of people have been exposed to speakers and they're like, oh, that's like the only way I can evangelize or write a book. And that's the only way I can evangelize. Mm-hmm. And I remember talking about this when we were doing young adult ministry and everybody wanted to be like a Christopher West or a Jason Everett. Like they all wanted to be a speaker. And I'm like, no, no, no. You all have your own gifts. And I want to speak for myself. Like I am not primarily a speaker. I'm primarily a coach. And speaking is my platform where I can coach more people mm-hmm. in one sitting. And that's beautiful because it's, it's all service oriented. It's for the sake of the people listening, which is what speaking really should be. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so I love that you highlighted that it was like all of your gifts coming together. And I was coaching someone the other day and I was asking him, we have a thing where we help at Mennonite Catholic, we help people to find their unique call to sanctity. And there's like this, series of questions that we ask and everything. And, and of course, only God knows that, but we help them kind of cultivate that soil so they can receive it a little bit more. And I was asking this, this person and, and they said, um, they, I go, where have you come alive? And, and they were giving me all of these answers about like volunteering in the church so far, like, oh, I've taught kids and, you know, I've been an altar server. And I'm like, no, no, that's not what I'm asking. Where have you come alive before? Like throw out, not saying completely throw out the Catholic church, because that will bring you full circle. God will bring you back to what I promise, but throw out all the times that you have volunteered and tell me when was the last time you've been excited about something? Mm. The Lord will sanctify that. He will bring that to fruition completely. And so that's what you experience. And I just saw that when you were explaining that to me, that was interesting. Mm, yeah, that's really neat. Um, for Metanoia Catholic, do you primarily do life coaching or would people, um, would you want people to get in touch with you if they're like, I want that list of questions about finding my unique yeah. voice? Yeah. Okay. I'll put the yeah. links in the show notes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, we have a member page actually that walks them through and, and you can actually get, we have a webinar series that's on that member page. Mm-hmm. Um, that walks you through that, that walks process. you through everything. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. And Joe, it sounds like for the, as far as the nuts and bolts of how you did what you did, um, it sounds like you used, you're using a platform. You're, you're going where the people are. I want to be where the people are. You're going to where they are and you are making it very easy for them by using something they're already familiar with. And then you're bringing them people faces that they already know in the midst of this pandemic. Was there, um, was, was it more for you just like a simple, like, oh, we already have all the tools. Let's just put them together. Or what was that, you know, uh, what were kind of the nuts and bolts for you? Stacey, it's exactly what you said when you were forced to realize I have all these prior learned talents and you just put them together and you created something beautiful. And the three of you did with your conferences. So, you know, we were all looking, we're in the event space. And right now being in the event space uh, is not so hot. Right. Like we have events canceling like crazy. So when things are going that bad, we just decided we got to give back even more and put our speakers and people that are doing great work first because they're hurting as well. So we just combined 14 years of relationships with the technology we've built over 14 years. And, you know, like I said, it's it's if I sat here and tried to say, well, if you do A plus B equals C, yeah, we did everything, you know, just like 
uh, he was saying about you just you work hard and you put together, but it really was a grace of God when like, you know, when you were talking about this just took off 60,000 people registered, you were hoping for 500. I was hoping for like one or two guests to come on. And, you know, the next thing I'm sitting on, I'm sitting on a camera talking to Father Don Calloway. We've worked together for 10 years, never saw each other's faces. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, just unbelievable uh, things that I think God can bring out of Try, uh, strife and hardship and uh, it's just how we how we look at it you know and, uh, and how we approach it and the the untold story about the great depression is that you know 10,000 estimated new millionaires came out of the great depression they just saw it a little bit differently so I use that as inspiration to kind of look at it from a catholic evangelist standpoint uh, how can we use what's the hardships that we're all going through and try and stay positive and turn into something good yes and isn't it, I found this too, I was reading in Wisdom 11 and it said he brought water from the sheer rock and God can bring water out of the sheer rock. That's the genius of our God. And I find it so amazing and incredible that I got to connect with all of these people, all of these people who normally I would have had to wait months to work with. Cause I normally, when I reach out for uh, interviews on my podcast, you know, the, the top speakers, they're all very busy and I get it, but suddenly everyone's available and suddenly everyone is connecting And we're hearing from people in Italy and Taiwan and the Philippines. We're hearing from people all over the world saying, I start my day every day with the Be Not Afraid conference. And what a beautiful, amazing thing that in the midst of isolation, I'm having more connection with people all over the world. Personally, that's the thing that is like so exciting for me in in all of this. And as you're speaking, Joe, it's like there's a sense of community that would not have been present if not for this. And, and what a beautiful, I just, it blows my mind. Like what a beautiful uh, being our God is that he can do this for us. That it's not that, you know, something, something difficult happens and it's not the end of the road. Um, And as you were seeing earlier, Aaron, it feels for me, this is actually like a little taste of heaven where there's no rankings. There's no um, there's, we don't need to worry about money at this point. It was just everyone giving from the goodness of their hearts. My my uh, conference was totally donation-based. And so I wasn't able to promise my speakers any money, but through the goodness of other people, I am going to be able to pay them. You know, it's just, it's all coming, it's all coming from the heart. And I really feel like it was a little foretaste of heaven. Um, so strangely, and I, I don't want, you know, I want to be careful of saying that because I know people are dying and people are losing their jobs. And I don't mean in the sense of like, I want this to continue or, you know, but they were dying already and losing like, there's like that. There's, it makes it better (laughs) having this made it like, this was a a huge part of, of the solution, I think for a lot of people, but yeah, thank you for, for all that you guys are sharing. Um, Let me ask really quickly. So whenever we do something new, Whenever we feel called to something new, I've been called to a lot of things. And you mentioned this earlier, Joe, I've been called to a lot of things where I feel like this is from God. And then there's a whole lot of no, or I have to, I try and I fail. And I failed at so many things. Um, What would you say to people who feel called to something, but they're afraid of that kind of failure? They're afraid that maybe this isn't really a call um, or maybe they are called, but then it's going to be a success, which is sometimes scarier than failure. What would you say to those people? Um, can I speak to that? I know how I would coach someone. I just coached someone today on this actually, but, um, I say to them, what if, let's just say fear and discomfort come along for the ride, but they're not in the driver's seat anymore. They're just kind of in the back seat. Hmm. Like what if you just kind of say, Oh, 
that's just fear a little bit. <laughs> you know, it's it's not like ah, like he's behind the wheel and you're going all over the place. But like you just if you just kind of are acceptant of it, if you accept that the fact that you will be afraid because we, we are afraid when we have to grow. Mm. And it's uncomfortable almost always when we grow. Um, if you that acceptance piece really kind of minima, minimizes the um, the panic that kind of sets on top of that a little mm -hmm. bit, you know. Mm -hmm. It's me the same way. Actually, like is, I, I recently, you know, we're we're going full bore now with Metanoia Catholic and Virtual Catholic Conference, and so I actually recently went in and, and resigned at my at my job, and and this was something where I, I the night before I was talking with Aaron about it. He's actually coaching me through it. And, and I was just overwhelmed by the discomfort of just visualizing myself going in and having the conversation with my boss, whom I love, mm -hmm. and, and just sharing that I, I, I was going to be stepping away from the team. And, and Aaron, you just said, well, what if, what if you just allowed yourself to be uncomfortable? What if you didn't make the discomfort mean something more than what it was? What if you just accepted this is part of it? And you can deal with discomfort. You can handle discomfort. Yeah. That was, that was so, that was, it was, it sounds so simple, yeah. but it made all the difference. Cause in that moment when I was sitting in my chair and I had my resignation note in my hand and I was getting ready to walk upstairs, like I wanted to walk out the door. That's where I want, really wanted to walk. Yeah. And I, I, and I just, so you know what? This is just this is just how it's going to be. And you know what? I, I can I can get through this. I can get through discomfort. I can handle it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so that's what happened for us. That's so beautiful. I've also heard an an actor, Josh Pace, um, say that he gives his fear a name. He just calls it like schmoochy or something. He just like makes up a word for it. And they'll be like, oh, that's, you know, just feel a little schmoochy today. That's okay. And just kind of give it a name and let it be which is exactly what you're saying. And I think that's true, but don't let it dictate your actions because ultimately everything worth doing, every, anything you put yourself out there for anything, it's scary. When I wrote my first blog post, which I'm sure like two people read, one of whom was my mom, you know, it's like, I was terrified when I started my website. I was like, are people going to like me? But you got to do it because God's calling you to it. And if he is going to call you to it, he's going to equip you and you're going to fail a lot. But that's okay. <laughs> that's such a good, such a good way to look at it. I love, I love your input. Um, I want to hear before we run out of time, Joe, I, I would love to hear from all three of you, but maybe Joe can take this one first. As someone who's kind of sitting in a, a unique position of seeing a lot of uh, having such connections with so many speakers, how do you see evangelization being different after this quarantine? I think that uh, finally it's going to force at least us Catholics into the technology world. <laughs> um, I pray that, I, I pray that the uh, online events still go uh, every year, which I'm, I'm forecasting if I had to bet on it will. Mm -hmm. I think that it's going to be a new norm where people have in-person events plus their online event. And that'll allow them to not only reach the people in their community, but a global community. And I think it's going to ultimately help spread the word of God just that much further and farther for people to be inspired. And I think it's going to be, I think there's going to be a lot of great things that come out of this. Beautiful. Yeah, I agree with you. How about you, Aaron and Matt? No, I love what Joe just said. It's, I mean, mm -hmm. like I, I spoke to a lot of people who were speakers after the, the uh, event and they were like, 
Aaron, I felt ministered to. Like I haven't been able to leave with my husband because we have like a million children and <laughs> I've been working in ministry forever, but we haven't been able to go on a retreat together yes. in 12 years, yes. you know? So she was saying after this whole thing, maybe things go back to normal, maybe, you know, in the, in the future at some point, she's like, it's not going to be obsolete. This, this choice, this mm -hmm. online choice. So mm -hmm. totally, yeah. totally. Yeah. And yeah. even though I was talking to, I was talking to a, a buddy of mine who's over in focus and, mm -hmm. and so all, all their campuses are cleared right now and the missionaries are still outside the campuses, but all their, all their students are at home. And they actually found that their discipleship has gone up through the virtual platform. So the engagement, wow. actual people that they're reaching on a one-to-one -one basis has actually gone up since they've started transitioning over to virtual just by being forced over to it. So you're engaging with a brand new audience. And this mm -hmm. is something where, where I, I, I was part of an association where we had some webinar people and people that showed up for all our webinars and people that showed up for the all, all on-site stuff, all the live stuff. And it was different audiences. Mm. And so Aaron was saying there's there's new audiences that are that are engaging here just yeah. out of sheer practicality. They just don't have the ability to leave on a Saturday morning when they got other commitments and kids and everything to be able to go to a conference like this. And now now they can get something. Right. Right. And certainly as a mom, a stay-at-home mom of two toddlers, I have to be selective about what speaking engagements I go to uh, because it requires me finding childcare and getting on a plane. And now with the ability to do things virtually, who knows what we're going to see because I can do something during my kid's nap time <laughs> as opposed to getting on a plane and taking a whole weekend. So yeah, I think we're going to continue to see a lot more. Final question for you guys. Uh, where can people connect with you, Joe? Uh, I would say during this, uh, right immediately come to inspireword.com. Sounds just like what it is. Inspire and then the word of God, inspire word. And then also if uh, looking for uh, motivation or a speaker online or even in person when, you know, we get back to normal catholicspeakers.com is a great resource. And, uh, yes, that's they can find us both there. And all of our stuff is on social media. Just go to any social media platform and type in Catholic speakers organization will come up. Great. Yeah. And Aaron and Matt, where can people connect with you? If you, if you go to metanoia Catholics, M E T A N O I A, we picked a good word that everybody knows how to spell. <laughs> metanoiacatholic.com. Uh, if, if you want to, Actually, you can click uh, click start your journey here, and then I'll actually uh, make it available for Aaron to do a free consult with you, a free 30-minute yeah. consult. Mm -hmm. um, we also have our, our journal page that I'll, I'll post on there as well. So we've got just a real low minimum buy-in. We're getting ready to release a, a journal called the Metanoia Daily 7, 7 Daily Exercises of Renewing Your Mind. Mm -hmm. Aaron and I do it every single day. Uh, we've been doing it for months. This conference would not have happened without us really doing the daily mind management. It's really important. Uh, but also just go to virtualcatholicconference.com, especially if you're looking for um, to put on a virtual Catholic conference. We want to we want to assist you with that. So if you go to virtualcatholicconference.com, you can uh, just click the contact us and let us know if you're looking to put on a virtual conference. We'd love to collaborate with you. Right. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here, you all. This is going to be an incredible episode. So thank you. God bless Great you. Great pleasure. Yeah. Take care. Pleasure meeting you, Joe. You too. Thanks, Stacy. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. You know, I just really appreciate you being here. I appreciate you wanting to grow your spiritual life and your relationship with God. And I am so happy that I get to be a small part of that for you. So thank you. If you'd like to discern being a part of the Called and Caffeinated Patreon community, just head on over to patreon.com slash called and caffeinated. And for all things 
Stacy Summerow, including my shop and my blog and so forth, come on over to stacysummerow.com. God bless you. And I really hope you have a fantastic two weeks. I'll see you around really soon.